Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Craig's Creative Corner. You are now checked in to the fourth episode of the Mike Check Podcast. This is a podcast where I bring guests on and they basically tell their story. So sit back and relax, turn the volume up, and let's get right into it. Um, today I'm with 3D Empire coach Sean Ward. What's up, Craig? What's up, man? <laughs> See, man, I told you it's kind of awkward. No, I like it, man. <laughs> um, man, it's good to have you on. Uh, Appreciate it. We we had to get through the uh, the summer basketball because you stay very busy. I I think I heard you talking to Brandon earlier, and you said you have thirteen teams. That is correct. Uh, we end each summer with with about thirteen teams, and then it goes down into uh, to about eight, nine, ten in that area during the fall. So. Uh, busy summer every year. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That uh, z- does it ever get overbearing? Uh, not really. Each year it gets a lot easier. Um, when I started about five years ago, it was pretty, it's pretty eye opening. Just, just seeing, you know, the amount of work it takes to, to get into this industry and and to be successful, you know. And so, uh, but now now it gets a little little easier year by year. And uh, if anybody hears uh, background noise, it's because we're at my job. Uh, I work at a sub shop. I got the radio going. I got customers in here, and I got uh, employees slamming change on the counter. And it does <laughs> smell fabulous. I will say that. <laughs> I need to get a sandwich when I get out of here. <laughs> uh, Appreciate you having me on, though. Man. Um, so give me a background, man, of your your basketball history. Yeah. So you know, I was. Uh, I started playing late. I really never even played basketball until the ninth grade. I had some injuries in middle school. I was growing pretty fast, and was a baseball, football kid growing up, some soccer, and and uh, you know just got kind of fed up of getting hurt, and and um, you know really I the day before school started my freshman year, um, I was going to play football. Uh, had a bicycle accident. And I broke my collarbone, so I was forced to kind of go to basketball class. And I just fell in love with the sport right there, and I knew that's what I wanted to do full time, and um, picked up a ball, and I haven't stopped since. So it's kind of where it all began, and and uh, you know started at Grapevine High School here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and and uh, so I'm kind of a, a self-made kid from from here. Yeah. Um, you know that's why I really pull from kids. Uh, you know, in in the mid cities, Grapevine, Colleyville, Keller. Yeah, uh, Hurst, El, you know, Bedford, Euless, that area. But, you know, played in high school, um, went a unique route to to kind of end my collegiate career. Um, you know, I went the JUCO route. I was a prop 48, which they don't have anymore. You're 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 probably too young to, to remember. Is that like that. a ranking? No. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, prop 48 <laughs> means, you know, <laughs> I like that. No, a prop 48 means, you know, you had the you had either the GPA and not the test score. Oh, okay. Or you had the, t- the test score and not the GPA. So you could you could qualify to go uh, Division One or two or three. You just had to, you know, how to sit out. And, and I didn't want to do that. So um, I chose to go the JUCO route and, and had a – had a good career in, at uh, Cloud County Community College in Kansas in the Jayhawk Conference, which, you know, which conference is best in JUCO is always debatable. But yeah, uh, I tell you what, that Jayhawk Conference is it's a beast, man. <laughs> it's a beast. Uh, and I uh, spent two years there and then uh, went to Incarnate Word and played for Danny Casper, which is now the head coach at Texas State. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so um, 
you know, we were really good too. They're Division Two at the time. Incarnate Words now Division One, but they're Division Two at the time. And um, <clears throat> uh, my senior year, I had a, a pretty bad knee injury. Uh, actually, I didn't even play my senior year. Um, tore my ACL, MCL, oh my LCL, meniscus. Did it all, man. I I had a lot of luck growing up. I, I I've I've never broke a bone. I've never torn in anything. Yeah. And I I probably it, 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 I've I've had I've had three high ankle sprains, third three third degree high ankle sprains on the same ankle. Oh, same ankle. Same ankle. It it's it's still blown up to this day yeah. because I was back on it within two weeks because I just couldn't stay off the court, right? Yeah. It's hungry to play. And I was I was uh the first time it happened, it happened at uh used to go up and hoop at SMU in the in the like the student activity center right. they have and uh man, I was going up for a layup. One of my friends, he, he it wasn't his fault, I guess, but he he was like under me. And when I came down, my my ankle touched the ground. Those are the worst. Could could not get up. Um, I had to call my mom and my dad. I was I was eighteen. My mom and my dad had to drive from Mesquite to SMU and take me to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, it, it was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, but you know what? Every hooper has one of those. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it blew up like a softball about ten minutes after it happened. It was it was so gross. Dude. Yeah, it yeah. was so gross. Yeah, we we all have those, and and you know what? That's the fun part about the process, going through stuff like that and fighting yeah. through it, and being able to look back and and uh, just kind of see what you had to fight. And maybe through. that's why I could never uh, dunk. I don't know. <laughs> when, when when I was in high school, in the best shape of my life, I could barely touch the rim. Yeah. Yeah. It, it 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 the rim just wasn't for me. Yeah. Um. So but, what? But no. But going back to that real quick, you know, I just uh, you know, it took me. A, and this is another reason why, um, I feel like <clears throat> the mentality of my program is the way it is because I had to I had to overcome that injury, you yeah. know, and it took me about two years and and uh, kind of the right place, right time type of deal. And then my professional career just kind of took off and uh, played overseas and four or five different countries. <clears throat> excuse me, four or five different countries. And, and uh, you know, it all just really started with, with my hard work to get back from that injury and and uh, right place, right time type of deal. So so how 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 long has 3D Empire been around? Uh, we just completed, well, in October, we will complete uh, our sixth year. Sixth year. So what gave you that idea of, like, building that? Yeah, so originally I started with a program named Higher Goals. Um, and, uh, you know, it just got to a point where I just felt like, you know, I could probably kind of do this on my own. You know, I think a lot of guys start like this, you know, in this industry where they kind of link up with somebody and kind of get their feet wet and then, you know, come to realization that, hey, you know, I want to be my own boss, (laughs) you know, and kind of do things my way. Yeah, and that's that's how everybody wants to be these days. Yeah, yeah. So six years ago I started 3D Hoops Academy and – you know, it's more really just the academy part of it, and 3D Empire really formed, uh, you know, for my high school teams. Okay. So. That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, what's up, Brandon? <laughs> uh, man, so, like, you're independent. Yep. Um, what kind of – so there's there's like the EYBL, there's the Adidas Gauntlet, there's the the UA Circuit. Mm-hmm. What kind of 
what what tournaments and stuff are you playing in as being like an independent team? Yeah, so you know, every year I feel like <clears throat> going into the into the spring, you know, as an independent program, you got to be strategic on placing your team on a platform that's going to be best for that particular team. Um, and for us, the last couple of years, you know, we play in the Great American Shootouts. And then we also go up north and we play in the in the NY to LA events. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, I did some research on uh, the last couple of years on the types of players that were coming out of the teams from the north that were going to play in college basketball. And I felt like we had a lot of those same players with the same characteristics as those players did. Yeah. And so I made the move to do it. And, um, you know, it benefited us. Uh, a lot of our a lot of our kids have, have gotten <clears throat> their scholarship offers from, from that particular platform, uh, as well as, as the Great American Shootout. Those guys do a good job, too. And, yeah. uh, and so, you know, I just had to, had to make the move to do it. We're the only team in Texas the last year, the last two years, um, uh, to do that. And um, it actually started three years ago. I found out about NY to LA uh, three years ago. They partnered with uh, – Allen Branch and Texas Boys Basketball and the Lone Star out in Mansfield three years ago for the outgoing class of 2018. Okay. And um, we're out in Mansfield, and that's where I kind of ran into those guys, and I loved what they were doing. And, um, you know, it was just an easy transition for us to kind of to kind of move, you know, move to that area. And, and also, I mean, for whatever reason, I don't, you know, I have my suspicions. Everybody has, you know, their suspicions of um, why kids are recruited. Um, but for whatever reason, my kids up until this point, you really, you know, in, in my estimation, have gone under-recruited in this region, in this particular region. And, yeah. you know, maybe we can say, Craig, it's because, you know, we're in the Big 12 I, SEC region type of deal, you know, yeah. and I need to get my kids more into the Midwest. You know, we're a lot of, a lot of low to mid-major schools play and our like, type of basketball. Like uh, I, I asked Vaughn when I did Vaughn the other day, he uh, – he 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 kind of said the same thing about like uh like his his kids aren't as flashy as all these other EYBL teams but they play basketball right which like like uh I mean a, a lot of his kids are underrated a lot of your kids are underrated which like you mentioned under recruited um so I mean yeah I I I, I believe that yeah and you know I think. You know, more than anything, I just want my – I just want, A, I'm a huge competitor. I love yeah. to compete. I love to win. I hate to lose. Yeah, that, I've that, seen it. Yeah, that's really – you know, it really fuels me. And I'm the same way with, with my organization. You know, yeah. I don't want to fail. I don't want to lose. I want to win every year. Yeah. And uh, and by doing that, you know, for – you know, you got to – you got to – at the end of the day, I think some, some program success – is measured on how many kids you're sending to college yeah. at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like if you're a parent and you have a kid, you want to attach yourself to a program that's putting kids into college. Yeah. And for me, I had to take a step back and really look at what's going to, what I need to do to do that. Yeah. And for, for whatever reason, man, I felt like the move was to go up North and do it. And it's been, it's been a, it's been a good situation for us the last two years. So, and, and everybody's different, you know, like, like you mentioned, Vaughn, like, you know, he might have players that other teams don't want. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, you that, know, that, that, that's that, and that's probably that's, that's kind of what he mentioned. Like he, 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 he said a lot of the kids that play for me are a lot of, a lot of kids that, shoe shoe, shoe teams didn't want. Right, and you know what? That's probably a huge part of his success because he's getting kids yeah. that probably feel disrespected. Yeah, know they can play on a certain level, and yeah. they they're playing hungry. They got something to prove. They got a chip on their shoulder and. You know, that's that's pretty much all of our guys. And yeah. I think our guys are built like that, uh, you know, from a young age, because just because I, I run an academy, I'm a, I'm a lot different than a lot of a lot of uh, other organizations, you know, and um, I play a ton of mental warfare with my kids um, to get them mentally prepared yeah. uh, to play at the highest level when when the lights are the brightest. And that's the last two summers of their high school career. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, you know, Vaughn's Vaughn's right when, you know, you get kids that are, are, I guess, quote, unquote, underrated. You know, I don't think they're underrated because they play for me. If you can play for me, you can play for anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so uh, you know, but I got to get them ready, you know, and, and um, I so, do that at an early so age. So, as, as like an independent team, do you feel like you have to work harder each year to keep these kids with you so they don't go other places maybe? It's a great question. Um, actually, I really don't. Um, I don't work that hard. I present all the facts. Um, I'm always transparent with, with everybody mm-hmm. in my program. They know where I stand. Um, I'm super loyal. Uh, I will ride or die with kids if they ride or die with me. Yeah. I'm never looking to replace anybody. Um, I think that's another reason why I've been so successful, and I don't have a lot of turnover. Um, you take guys like – <clears throat> going back to the class of 2018, I had guys like Carson Hughes with me since he was in the fourth grade. I had the triplets when they were in the, with me since they were in the fifth grade. Um, Mason Hicks was on and off since he was in the seventh grade. Yeah. That relationship was building. Um, and then on into the 2019 class with Evan Anderson, Brandon Haddock, who's now at Utah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and I take these kids and now into the 2020 class with, with Baylor and Logan and Austin and Danny and these dudes, they've all been with me since the fourth grade. And so there's a, there's a loyalty factor there. And those families know I'm never looking to replace them. I always have the best interest for their kids. Yeah. And at the end of the day, man, like we can come to an agreement at an early age, like this is the best fit going forward. And so that's really kind of my motto, man. Like I never go out and recruit kids. Everybody's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never go out. And recruit that. That's and recruit. That, that was going to be another question. Like, like, do, do you believe in the like the free agent period? <laughs> so this no. is kind of it right now, <laughs> right? No, so it's real. You know, one hundred percent, it's real. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. You'll never, you'll never catch me DMing a kid on some yeah. sneak stuff that a lot of these dudes out here do. <laughs> um, I mean, that's just weird, anyways, right? Let's just be honest. I mean, grown men it's DMing kids. I mean, that's. Come on, but anyways, I don't do that. Uh, I don't, you know. Either you want to, either you want to get in with me, um, see the vision, and and build at an early age. Um, now I will take a kid if a kid comes to me and I feel like it's a right fit chemistry wise. Because at that point, when you're going into your last couple years, it is a lot about chemistry and knowing how to play game the right way. Yeah. And so, um, but what I like about it, it's always an easy transition coming out of high school basketball into what we do because. I always got guys coming back. I don't ever have to go and search to fill spots. Yeah, you know, that's so, good. Yeah, so no, back 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 to your question. I don't worry. I don't really ever worry about that. Uh, if if a kid wants to leave, they're gonna leave anyways. 
You know, yeah. there's not too much I can do about that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a free country, man. Do what you got to do to make. Because, like, know. I was – I keep referring to Vaughn, but he's the only coach that I've, I've done this with. Right. He, he, he had one kid leave during the season, I guess, because he wasn't getting the right playing time mm-hmm. he wanted. And and they ended up winning the Adidas Gauntlet. Without mean, the kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, that sucks, man. And, you know, who knows what that kid was getting fed uh you know outside of outside of you know his current situation um you know i see it all the time man i mean i there's kids that leave teams and i say to myself you know i sit back and i just it's not my place to comment on it but i sit back and i think man why would they leave that situation like yeah i mean it seems great yeah i mean you're playing a lot you're getting better um you know, you're getting offers that you want. And the grass isn't greener on the other side, man. Yeah. It really isn't. And and especially when you leave, you everybody wants to go into a new situation. Well, that new situation already has stuff going on. Yeah. That now you got to try to fit in in a short amount of time. And exactly. It's very rare that, that that stuff plays out in a successful way. Yeah. So. Uh. Are you ever scared of putting your team up against a shoe team? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Shh. If anybody knows me, I'm down, bro. We and, anywhere. And, 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 I mean, it kind of showed when y'all played the Titans this year, man. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I tell everybody this, man, like, <laughs> well, no, nah, we play anybody. You know, I mean, anybody knows me. I mean, at a young age, uh, I, I mean, that's the only way you can prove yourself, right? Is yeah. to play against uh, play against the so called best and find out what you're made of. But I'll never back down from anybody. Uh, none of my teams will ever back down from anybody. Win, win, lose or draw. Um, you know, we, we just want to compete, man. And um, but you know, going back to the Titans. Hey, look, great team. Yeah. Uh, I coach Gober. I've known him for a really long time. Um, and I told him before the game because we were chatting before the game, and I knew it was their first game. All right, it's their first game of the year. Yeah. And I told him, I said, man, we're we're probably the the worst team for you guys to play against, you know, your first game, just yeah. because we don't play pickup basketball. Man, we're we're out here running sets, backdoor plays. You know, your guys are gonna have to talk on defense. And at the end of the day, I told him, I said, it's gonna be great for y'all. You know, now did I think we were gonna win? I mean, I go into every game knowing, you know, I want to win. Um, yeah. But you know, when I when I when I got guys like Logan and Baylor and Austin and Danny, like I got dudes that that are gonna give it everything. You always got a chance, you know. And uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're a great team, great players. And what I like about them most, man, and and um, and we can kind of touch on this a little bit later, um, hopefully if we have time. But what I like about them, man, those those kids are are good kids. You know, yeah. they're they're respectful. Uh, they give credit where credit's due. Um, you know, I think last year, uh, Cade went to Twitter and uh, and pretty much backed how good Baylor was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this was before, like, guys were on him. You know, you got p- your own yeah. peers. You know, you got one of the best players in the country, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's big. Yeah, game recognizes game, man. You got your own peers out there telling dudes how good you are. You know, and, and I can respect that, man. I like playing against teams that – they have good kids, man. And so uh, the Titans did a great job. I was yeah, pulling for them to win the whole thing. I was too. Just so I could uh, rub it in their face. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, man. Um, man. So, like, what 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 style of basketball would you say that y'all play? Because to to me, to me, it's like a lot of your guys can shoot threes. And so, like, if if I if, if I was telling somebody what kind of style of play y'all play, it'd probably be like run and gun, maybe. That's right, man. And the fact that you said run and gun is crazy because I have teams in my organization called 3D Run and Gun. Oh, really? Yeah, man. And, uh, no, I mean. It's the perfect style of play for me, man. For sure. It says I don't like the running part. (laughs) Not not no more. Yeah, I'll let it fly, but I ain't getting back on defense probably. Yeah, no, I mean, (laughs) if you you look at kind of how the game has evolved over the last 10 years, and this is another reason, man, why, why, um, you know, I'm so dug into to youth basketball is because I'm a student of the game. But if you look at the way the game is the game has evolved, you know, over the last 10 to 15 years, man, um, it's getting further and further and further away from the basket. Oh, yeah. And if you can't score 26 feet from the basket, it's going to be hard for you to play at a high level. And that's that's for several reasons, man. It's A, because it stretches the defense. Yeah. And B, it makes you a threat to score on three different levels. You know what I mean? You got to be able to score on three different levels if you want to play, um, you know, at the highest level possible. And I think, like, it uh, – man, you're seeing guys in the NBA like Brooke Lopez. Exactly. The top five in three-point percentage. Exactly. And I I, I think especially, especially in basketball now, if you want to long your career, that longevity, I mean, you, you, you need to be able to shoot a jump shot or shoot shoot some kind of shot. Especially if you're a big man. No, for sure. And, uh, you know, especially what the game is now, it's it's all about spacing and creating uh, driving lanes and and kickouts. And, uh, <clears throat> no, it's almost like it's a positionless game now. You know, you hear, you hear parents all the time, well, my kid's a two or my kid's a three or my kid's a four. Yeah. Like, hey, timeout, did you play? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now I got to figure that out. And then be And that's like, the parents with the uh, cowbells. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And then and then it comes down <laughs> to and then it comes down to the game is just it's really positionless. Every coach wants a dude on the court, five guys that yeah. that are a threat to score. Yeah. If you have five guys that are a threat to score no matter how tall athletic are, you're going to have a chance. Um do you, so. Do you uh, do you think Steph Curry was the reason that happened? So I think he, I think, I, I think he, he, he was a reason. A reason. Also, I think the influence of social media with Steph yeah. Curry was a reason because now it just hits, it hits the, it hits it so quick. Everybody can see it, yeah. and it gets distributed to to the masses really quick. So, um, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of dudes that came before Steph. Yeah. That that were doing that, and the reason I know is because I am that old. You know what I mean? I've, I've I've been there. I played in the '90s. Yeah. So there was a lot of dudes that I played against that that could shoot it from 30. I mean, I guess I guess the the probably the. I don't know. I mean, I'm going back to college. I'm going back to college. Like, I mean, JJ Redick. Uh. Yep. Man, I mean, uh, Jimmer for debt. Jimmer was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Jimmer was crazy at BYU. It's a good run, man. You know who else was good was Adam Morrison. Adam Gonzaga. Morrison, yeah. What, you what man? Mean? That that and and now he's. I think he's a he's a assistant there. <laughs> I I'm not sure. Um, 
But uh, like, no, like there's a kid named uh, Casey Jacobson at Stanford. They yeah. used to let it ride. Like dudes like that, and, and uh, you know that just De- Debler. Yeah, G- John Debler. Saw him playing in that uh that TBT. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Man. But no, I mean, there's been instances, and I think a lot of those kids chose the right school to go to, yeah. where they knew the coach was going to allow them to play that way. Deaner, yeah, Travis Deaner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those dudes could play, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, like, like a guy like Kimball Walker, UConn man, like coach let him get loose, you know, and look what happened. Yeah, you know, they won a national championship. Yeah. You know, um, but you know, it's been around for a while, and and yeah, absolutely, that's our style of play. Now, you know, I'm all about confidence, yeah, especially in an early age, you know, because you got to understand, I'm a lot different than, you know, a lot of these shoe companies because or shoe teams or whatever they call themselves. I don't know. But it's like every single year they're trying to go out and recruit and get the best guys, and that's cool. Like, I get it. You got to do what you got to do to keep your contract, which is some sort of different entity in itself. Um, Because I thought we were all in – because those are always the type of dudes that go, we're in it for the kids, we're in it for the kids. Well, dude, time out. Those are the ones you got to be worried about, right? The guys that say that. So, um, I'm different, man, because I have my academy. I get kids in the fourth, third, fourth grade, and I really invest in them and build them all the way to the, to the end. Yeah. And so, I'm different. Like, my, my train of thought, my training development, uh, you know, is, is completely, you know, different, different thought than what those guys are doing. So, what, 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 what is the practice like with, <laughs> with you? Uh, it's balls to the wall, man. I'm on – I mean, for real, it's – it's hard work. It's nonstop. They go for 90 minutes. They might get one or two water breaks that are about a minute and a half, two minutes, and then we're right back on the court. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I'm 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 huge in developing. I think that, and another reason that I'm huge in developing is because you can kind of see the end result. Like I take guys, like the triplets or Carson or. Uh, Carson Hughes or Brandon Haddock and Baylor and Logan, all these dudes have been with me at an early age and they're all going to play college basketball, right? What other program out there is taking kids at an early age and keeping them and putting them to college? There's not. Not a lot. There's not. Yeah. All, because all these shoe teams, they're getting dudes that are already self-made. Yeah. They're getting dudes already self-made and then they put them on the floor so they can keep their contract. Bottom yeah. line, and right? I was I was talking about that team that Drive Nation put out there last right. year. How many with, exactly? With with when they added Tyrese to all those dudes. Yeah, and that, that is like I, I was telling Vaughn that, that that was like putting a dream team out yeah. there, but they really didn't. I don't right. think they performed well. Together right, right. Because so it's just too many. It's too many dudes. Yeah, right. So that and that's another thing. Like these kids have come from such an early age, and then they're going into college. So on the development side. That speaks for itself on on what we do. Yeah, you know what myself and and my staff does. Which, by the way, you know, I, I guess you're supposed to put a shot out or however you do it out here on this these podcast things. <laughs> well, shit, I, I shout He's out showing my, your age. Yeah, I, I shout out my own staff. How about that? These dudes, <laughs> these dudes work, man. <laughs> CJ played. CJ played at West Point. Terry Black played at Baylor. Mike Honeycutt played at Nevada and then Texas State. Um, Bryce Cole was an assistant coach at Prestonwood. Uh, played at Colleyville High School. I mean, these dudes, like, they they get it, man, and they're in the trenches with us. Um, but, you know, like, every practice, man, we're going at it. 
what's really unique about what we do, and I think a lot of people are surprised when they join, is we we hardly ever scrimmage. You know what I mean? We do a lot of situational yeah. stuff, like transition man advantage stuff, um, game scenario stuff, but we hardly ever scrimmage because we are so deep into into development on the player and and uh, you know, and so um, it's just a di- it's just different philosophies you know what i mean nothing's wrong with those shoe shoe company stuff they got to do what they got to do and i got to do what i got to do yeah but you know i see guys like craig real talk man i see guys out here that do only video trainers you know they train guys and do all this and and that's cool well guess what man how many of those dudes are getting kids at an early age and putting them in college a lot of these guys are getting dudes that are already self-made and then they want to attach themselves to them and then, you know, ride that wave, which yeah. is cool. You do what you got to do, but there's not a lot of dudes out here that are taking kids. Now, there, you know, there are some, and you probably, we probably don't even know about it because there's no social media presence yeah. for them because probably they just, you know, live in the caves like, like I do until someone pisses me off, and then I got to let them know what, what's yeah, up. Man, you, you know what I mean? Then I got to go to Twitter. Yeah, you stay active on Twitter when something makes you uh, mad. Yeah, man. I do, man. I do, you know, and <laughs> – I just, I'm just sometimes I just shake my head like, man, what is going on? Uh, you, you know, you know, it's crazy, man. Here's the, cra- this is funny. Um, so I was going back through my text, man. You know, and <clears throat> and just kind of going through through coaches that yeah. I told. Just and this is just recently, college coaches that I told them about my 2020 players. Yeah. And just how many going back to last year, and just how many no responses that I got. Mm-hmm. Just just a dead end. You know, and then I go to Hoop Dirt, and that coach is not even at that university anymore. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, let that sink in. So you you want to give me a dead end, and don't respond, and then you now you're not at that now you're not at that university. Like, hey, man, those re, those old relationships that you have, they're getting you fired, bro. Yeah, they're getting you fired, man. You know, I got credibility. I got skins on the wall. You know, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, so, um, you know, that's. I'm sorry to get you fired up, man. No, you can tell, right? You can feel it coming off me. That's how I am as a coach, man. <laughs> yeah. That's why I get the best out of my players. They can feel it. They can feel it coming off uh, me, man. I'm fired up every time I go to practice. I love being in the gym. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah. I, th- I think when 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 you play basketball, I I think I started I started playing basketball in the third grade. I, I played until I was 18. I was gonna try out at Collin County, but uh, the day of tryouts, I decided to take a nap, and my dad didn't wake me up, <laughs> so I missed tryouts. Uh, hey, you know what's crazy about? Hey, so <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. So Collin County, they they kind of recruited me out of high school. Yeah, and Coach Sagona was, was it still the same there. coach? Coach Sagona was still there. He's been there forever. Coach, he, coach, coach Sagona, uh, he 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 recruited two of my friends to Collin County. So, so you know, everybody makes a little highlight tape, right? That's kind of what you got to hang your hat on to show you how good you are. Well, back in the day for me, it was a VHS. Yeah. <clears throat> so I walk into I walk into coach's office. I'm on a on a visit over there, and uh, we happen to play a tournament, and had a really good game. And Coach Sagona's like, "This is the first highlight tape I've seen of a kid in my own gym, right?" Yeah. And. Uh, so that's just the whole Collin County thing, man. Coach is a good dude. He's got one of our players right now. Mason's over there. Yeah. He got there in a kind of a roundabout way with, with yeah. him committing to UTA and, and Scott, you know, moving on to TCU and then kind of Mason falling in a weird area there. They picked and up uh they picked up Peavy's 
Peavy's oldest son. They did. Yep, yep. He transferred from uh, Mercer, and they also got uh, Addison, who transferred back from New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico State. Addison Wallace transferred back from there. So what's the uh, what's the kid's name that just transferred to West Virginia? He's like uh, number one Ta- in the nation. Taz wasn't Sherman. Taz Sherman. Yeah, but you know they're gonna they're gonna be really really good um, on the JUCO level this year. They um, they had a uh, when I was when I went there that 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 was where Coach Burton started. Uh, Brian Burton. Yeah, yeah. He 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 was the one that recruited my buddy. <laughs> was he was he there today? He, I yeah, thought he I was saw there. him. Yeah, we're talking about the Buffington's uh, next wave camp. Which, by the way, man, Buff's Buff's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. How he, much longer do you think he's gonna have to teach for? Because if he keeps doing stuff like this <laughs> and people show up like that, you know, I think I think Buff, I think he he's he's different than a lot of guys because um, a he's been on both sides of it yeah. now. And he has no attachments to anybody. He, he has no attachments, no affiliations to any program. He beats to his own drum. He's got his own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm not just saying that because he's high on a couple of my kids. I'm saying that because he's not from Texas. He has a different point of, you know, point of view about how youth basketball should be played yeah. um, with him being from California, even though he's lived here for quite some time. Uh, but he's got a good eye for talent, man. Like, you can't argue about that, man. And we yeah. need that. We need that in this area. Um, I think I went to Twitter a couple weeks ago and just talked about, uh, you know, Texas being in a bad place, man. I think we really got to be careful what we're doing as far as uh, <clears throat> ranking kids and, and doing all this. You look at the class of 2018 who just completed their first year, Craig, of, high, of college. Yeah. And 14 in the top 25 are transfers. After one year, man, yeah. let that sink in. Yeah, like crazy. we can all make excuses about right, wrong fit, you know, this, that, or that. Man, at the end of the day, man, it's a fail, dude. Like you picked the wrong place, or the coach picked the wrong player. You know, it's a fail. It yeah. it shouldn't be like that, man. You yeah. go somewhere. You and and another thing is, I don't think a lot of kids want to hold themselves accountable uh, to not playing very many minutes as a freshman. Yo, man, it's a process. Like, I remember yeah, my exactly. freshman year in college, I played like eight minutes a game. Yeah. I averaged four points a game. It's just part of it. it. You learn, you know? Yeah. And and you're held to a different standard. You're playing against older dudes who've been there, you know? And a lot of these kids just want it all so quick, man. They just want it all, and they're not willing to be patient, man. It's It truly is well, a I, process. I think a lot of these kids that are ranked that high are thinking NBA. That, that's it. No, they are, and – I think that – And, I mean, you you just had a kid like Julian Strother. Didn't he just commit to Gonzaga? I mean, he he he's top 25, top 50, ain't he? Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's pretty – I mean, Mark Few is crazy with it, though, man. He – I don't know how – I don't know how he, he's – he, he's won, like, how, how many – how many uh, – uh, were they in the Mountain West? Uh yeah, the West yeah. Coast. Yeah, but you know, either way, man. Like, I mean, but you know what? He he always has a good staff. Yeah. Uh, his coaches are are really really good, man. And they, you know, they got what well, they got Drew Drew Timmy there. Yeah, they got. I mean, Drew. He's an awesome player too, man. That's I'm a, I was a huge. And they fan got of that uh, kid. they got a, a, a Admon Gilder now too. Yeah. 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 So a lot of those coaches, man, in college, man, the reason they're so good is they just they assemble a staff that that every single day, man, they they show up and work. Work, and the co and the in the colleges that continue to fail and continue to do transfers, man, they're not working. 
they're not they're not getting the job done. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and that's why you see the turnover too. I mean, the turnover in college basketball for coaches is ridiculous too. I'm I'm wondering what uh, Sasha Sasha Kilia Jones remember him from Kentucky. He went there. He didn't play much, and then he transferred to South North Carolina State. I'm wondering what he's gonna look like because he 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 gets to play this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's always okay. interesting. And, and look, hey, sometimes it is the wrong fit. You know, yeah. it really is. But at the end of the day, it's still a fail. You should have known better. You, A lot of these kids that are going to that school, they have plenty of other opportunities to go to another school. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they choose And, wrong, I mean, when, when kids go to Kentucky, you're going to a place that, I mean, I mean, the whole the whole roster stacked. His, his own son just transferred. His own son just transferred. No, but no, no, that's <laughs> that actually is funny, by the way. But uh, back back to the ranking stuff. We just got to be careful. You know what I mean? Like we gotta we gotta be careful how we rank guys, and and we gotta do a better job of of figuring out you know just how good that kid's gonna be in a system. Because you got to remember, a lot of these teams in high school in the spring summer, they're really just out there kind of playing pickup basketball with yeah. personal agendas. Yeah. When you get to college, there's no personal agenda. There's no pickup basketball. You know what I mean? Like you got to run sets. You yeah. got to understand how to come out of a timeout and execute a play. The coach's job is on the line. Man, I get guys into my practice during the during the spring summertime that might want to try out, and I'll bring them in for a workout. Right, Craig? And we do a lot of scenario stuff. So I'll put them on the whiteboard like we'll do a, a timeout scenario. And these dudes have no idea how to go out on the court and execute. And I just tell them after practice, like, you can't play for me, man. You might be good. You, you know what I mean? You might be good enough. You might play for X and X program before us. But, dude, you can't play for me, man. You can't – you have no idea about basketball IQ. I can't – I can't do I it. Had, I had one of my friends text me the other day. He, he has a little, little uh, AAU team. And uh, he said one of – a parent text messaged him and said, "Hey, uh, my kids, my kids' basketball tryouts are in two weeks, and I was uh, I was wondering if he could get in the gym with you." And he, I mean, his answer was pretty much like, "I've I haven't seen this kid all summer. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't have time for him now." Right. And I mean, he he's probably not going to make the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would say this too, man, about my program. While while I got while you got me here, man, I. I uh, I really do have a huge amount of just low maintenance parents. You know what I mean? Like I can't have a successful program from top to bottom. We got like a hundred kids in our academy, man. I can't have a hu- a, a successful program or academy or 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 you know a group of kids that I have a, a particular vision for if I have high maintenance parents. And I mean, you 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 can look in the stands at your games and tell that the, the parents are behind mm-hmm. you too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, I think that I get with my staff and we always want to put kids in the right situation. And if you everybody knows this, man, like I'll go out and play with five dudes. I don't care. I think we played with five dudes in the last gasso a couple of weeks ago. You know oh, what really? I mean? And uh and it was kind of Logan's, like, end of his career because Baylor didn't play. And Logan went out there and got 42. Played every single minute of four games, and he went out and yeah, got 42, you know. And um, But it kind of goes back to we've always hung our hat on uh, not having rosters of 9, 10, 11, 12 dudes. We always want to keep our numbers low so everybody plays. Everybody's yeah. getting better. You know, everybody's failing, too. Like, a, lot, a huge part of success is failing. 
You know, anybody who plays any sport, you fail, you learn from it, you get, you make the adjustments, and you get better. So, anytime you know anybody plays against us, you always know like we only got seven or eight dudes, yeah. and that's who we're going to war with. And I'm okay with it. You know, I'll go to war with five dudes. You know, so and I and that's just a, uh, you know, that's just kind of how we're built, man. You know, and and a, a huge huge credit goes to all the parents who, who've uh, who supported what we stand for and uh, it's not easy man i'm not an easy guy to play for man i'm i'm i demand a lot so um, so what what do you make these or what do you let these parents know that that lets them or makes them believe in you yeah so you know i bring kids in we you know, i fit them in um i can tell pretty quick if a kid's gonna make it or not yeah um and a parent can tell pretty quick if the kid's gonna make it or not because usually they haven't seen anything like it you yeah. know and uh you know i'm i'm very transparent with my expectations um i'm huge on attendance like i'm yeah. i'm huge on attendance all my guys are in the gym seven or eight times a month at the minimum and i'm huge i'm up front with with them if, they, if you're not if you're not attending regular then your kid's not going to reach his his full potential yeah you know and if you if you're a multi-sport athlete which is fine I get it. You want to exhaust all avenues to find out what you're best at. I get it. But you have to make the sacrifice to attend as many sessions as you can of basketball. Basketball is so different than any other sport. Yeah. It's a rhythm sport. You got to play it constantly. You got to be in the gym, whether you're working on your game on your own or playing pickup. I was a huge pickup guy. You know how it is. In the late 90s and early 2000s, like, man, it was four, four me, hours let, a day. Let, let, I was just hooping. I I'm gonna give when, you work. Not Believe me, that. not you. Man, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, just you won't give me general, work in general. Uh, I'm just saying. Anyways, if, if a dude was in front I mean, of me, if you want to play me, we can. But <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get me fired yeah, up? You know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, nah, but uh, man, when I was in high school, I swear all all the elementary schools they had they had two courts, one 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 on both sides of the tennis court, and every one of them were filled up on the on, at night. All right. If if you go outside nowadays, those outside courts empty, empty, yeah, empty. So back to when I first started playing in the ninth grade, <clears throat> you know I'm from Grapevine. Grapevine has one of the best situations as far as outdoor courts in Dallas Fort Worth. Nobody knows about it. It's called Dove Park. It's over by the lake. It's two outdoor courts, glass glass backboards. That's it's sick. beautiful. Yeah, lights, everything, and all the shitty players were up top, and all the good players were down low. So if you wanted to be down low where all the good players were, you had to prove yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it used to be a battle three nights a week out there. Yeah. And I, that's where I learned to play, man. I learned to play outdoors at Dove Park. And uh, if, if any anybody listening out there that that wants to get it in, man, on Dove a good Park's out, still as nice Dove as you, Park, you man, say it is. Dove Park, yeah, it's round. Oh, yeah, it's right by the water tower by Grapevine Lake. Wow. Man, the courts are fantastic. I love it. Get, I, get, get some work in. But they, a lot uh, of kids don't want to play outdoors, so it doesn't even matter. I can, We can yeah. sit here and say, let's go. Yeah, Nobody true. wants to go out there. Not enough yeah. AC. There might be some chain nets. I don't know. The ball might not go through there just right. And they might be I double rims. I never like chain nets. If you can shoot on a double rim, bro, you can shoot. Yeah, that's true. I, I I used to play at a church in Mesquite, uh, 
and one day uh, Darrell Arthur came up there. He he graduated in 06, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my homeboys brought him up there, and he uh, he tore down one of the rims on a windmill breakaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, He's pretty damn good, dude. Yeah, I, man. When 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 I was in high school watching basketball, it was it was it was always Sock and Siegelville in the playoffs, and it was it was uh, Donald Sloan and Derek Rowland versus Darrell Arthur and the uh, uh, J- Jameson Morgan that played at Baylor, and his he had an older brother that was older than uh, Darrell Arthur. He was a year older than Darrell Arthur. It was all three of them on the court at the same time, and all of them are over six eight. And that was, I mean, sock one every time, obviously. But I mean, Derek Rowland and Donald Sloan; those were two of the the best basketball players I've ever seen in DFW. Yeah. I I played against Byron Eaton. I played against. I, do you remember Byron Eaton? Yeah, for sure. I played against him when I was in eighth grade. He was in ninth grade playing for the Mustangs. We played them in a tournament at Woodrow Wilson. They played us four on five. They had they only had four people. I kid you not, they beat us by thirty. <laughs> Byron Eaton probably had sixty. He was stud. And he 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 was pulling up from the the white volleyball line. He was stud. Yeah, and uh, he had a great college career too. Yeah, he did. But uh, man, that that was crazy. Now you got me thinking about who was good in the nineties when I played. <laughs> Trying to think. I mean, Dunbar was unreal. Yeah. They had guys like Mike Byers, who went to Miami. Yeah. And Demetric Shaw, who was at Kent State, played with Antonio Gates. I think they went to the Final Four, maybe. Uh, Dunbar was good in oh the my, 2000s. Yeah, yeah, with Jeremy Smith and those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those guys were good, man. And out in Dallas, it was always the Sassers. The Sassers ran the show out in Dallas, man. Yeah. Those guys could play, man. Good dudes, too, by the way. Uh, yeah. And Trinity was good. They had – they had Landry Kalsmowski who or yeah, Landry Kalsmowski went to Davison. His younger brother Logan went to Baylor and Dylan Osine. They went actually went to the finals. They lost in the finals. Matt Lucero was their point guard. Averaged like ten assists a game. He was from El Paso. So good, man. So good. His son, his son plays for me. So at least I gotta say that on here. What's that called? A shout out? <laughs> so I got to keep it real. <laughs> no, but he was good, man. He averaged 10 assists a game, man, in high school. That's good. They were probably fudging stuff. Trinity, that's what they do. Uh, <laughs> so I, I want to ask you about a few of your players that I know. Like, okay. Uh, like uh, Baylor Hebb. Would, would, would you say that, like, I mean, uh, you coach him, so I know you're not probably going to say it. But to me, he kind of blew up this summer. He he blew up. No, he did. And uh, he's been really good uh, for a really long time. Um, He's just built different. And a lot of people don't see it at an early age within our program because uh, we're getting blasted by 50 in major tournaments in the seventh grade. (laughs) You know, and then the eighth grade, we kind of closed that gap to 30. And then the ninth grade, it's – it's around 15, 10. You know, we might sneak up on some dudes. Um, but he's always been a he's always been a guy, man, that's that has found a way to get it done. Uh ultra competitive. Ultra competitive. Uh Baylor's in his day to day approach to the game is more business like than any kid I've ever had. 
And um, I think it shows in the way he plays. Um, and, uh, you know, it started last year, really, when he hit the scene. Um, he had some, some phenomenal games where he scored 40-plus points several times at the right time. And that's a huge thing. It's at the right time. And, um, and uh, you know, it started, you know, with the season, high school season. He had some, some incredible games. He averaged 24 a game as a junior. Uh, yeah. I think one of the top scoring juniors in the state. And then really that Titans game, you know, again. Um, yeah, he had 48 one game, didn't he? Yeah, well, year? yeah, he did. So he had 30 against – or 28 against the Titans early in the, in the Who Wants to Smoke event uh, ran by – uh, Kellen uh, Buffington, and then in the first live period uh, against the Wisconsin Swing, he scored 48, and yeah. it was special, man. And um, it's it's definitely a a performance that that's going to leave a long-lasting um, memory for me. Yeah, and uh, you know he's the type of kid, man, that <clears throat> that has galvanized our community of kids uh, to play basketball. Yeah. You know, and I told Baylor and and a couple of the other guys on that 2020 team I have, Craig, that they've created hope for a lot of kids in our in our community that says, I can be like them, man. Look at the success they're having. I want to attach myself to, to him. And, um, you know, Baylor's been fortunate enough to, to make certain videos, you know, Baller's Life, Brad. Yeah, uh, he's phenomenal. That, uh, that incredible layup. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that's another thing, man. We work on that stuff, like yeah. that stuff. Like we work on crafty finishes around the basket. He's been doing that for years, but yeah. um, <clears throat> you know the Titans game, and then that that forty-eight point game uh, in the first live period is just yeah. He had forty-five last year. Yeah, Brandon brought the Brandon was there last year. He had forty-five um, uh, against Kuz Elite last year in the live period. Again, right time, right place. And uh, see, this um, is when I wish I had a third microphone. Yeah, yeah. I told my wife I was gonna buy one the other day. She gave me the death yeah. face. So, so I yeah, I mean, you know, all that stuff plays into a factor. You know why he's been so good, and and I think, you know, once you're on the court and you're in front of coaches, it's really easy for professional coaches. And again, I use the word professional because they're getting paid, right? <laughs> yeah. To to recognize good basketball, yeah. and that kid plays good basketball. Yeah. He played better than good basketball. Mm-hmm. And in a coach's vision, you got to always remember, Craig, that coach in college has an agenda for Baylor, or has an agenda for whatever kid he's watching in high school that he wants to bring in. Yeah, how can that kid fit with other kids that I have? You know what I mean? Yeah. And coaches are looking at Baylor and going, "Oh my God, I got four athletes." I can put around him or I got, you know, X, Y, Z that I can put around him. This is why I'm going to win with that kid. And that's why he's got 20 plus offers. You know, it's a, it's a credit to how good he is, but it's B a lot of schematic stuff. Like he can play in this system, this system, this system for whatever coach. Yeah. You know, so Baylor's amazing. I'm going to miss him. Uh, You know, I've had him since he was in the fourth grade. Um, you know, and it's just like, you know, some outgoing 2018s and 2019s that have been with me. It's supposed to get easier and easier as they depart, and it's not, man. It's tough. You know, I was yeah. I was in tears, man, when those guys just finished a couple weeks ago. Um, but, you know, it's real, man. It's real emotions. They mean everything yeah. to me. 
You know, yeah. those are my kids. I treat them like my family. They know it. I'm, I, I never shy away from telling them how much I love them. I'm hard on them. And this is another thing about just, just <clears throat> the masses that watch us play. I think a lot of parents just kind of see me and see how fiery I am. And you man, know, I, you, you, do you know who you sound like, man? Who? Hey, do you ever watch Last Chance You? Uh, I've never seen it. You you should watch this fourth season that just came out. You sound yeah. exactly like that coach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll go check it out. But yeah, you sound a, a exactly lot of people like don't they don't take the time to, to, to get to know me and yeah. and see me in a practice environment and just see how much these kids actually mean to me. And yeah, um yeah, Baylor Baylor's a dude, man. I miss him. Along with other a lot of other guys too, man. Uh the next one I want to talk about is Logan. Yeah. Uh when when I first went to see Hebron play, it was I, I was going to see Trajan Trajan play. That 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 was actually that's actually when they played uh, South Lake, Brandon Haddock. Mm-hmm. Over another one Hebron. of my guys. Another one. Of my guys. Uh, so tell 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 me about Logan. I mean, first thing he is one of the just coolest dudes that you want to just you can hang around. Hey, I don't really try to make friends with, with the kids because, you know, I'm a coach and I want them to look up to me in a sort of way. But, like, if I could just put a dude in my circle, you know, and just be a part of my crew, he would be one of them. Um, <laughs> uh, and going into the spring, man, like, this kid had all the juice, you know. Everybody's talking about him. He's, you know, he went on the unofficial to K-State. He's got a, several other Power Fives contacting him on a regular basis. And... Uh, come out in, in the first uh, tournament of the year in March, the icebreaker down in Houston. Jim Hicks always puts that on and I always want to be a part of it because it's such a wonderful platform. And he does yeah. a good job with the uh, – he does the showcase games and then he does the tournament part. And, and you know, this year we are paired against Coos, uh, Sonny Hoops, and uh, I can't remember the third one. But, I mean, Logan came out with a purpose. Like, yeah, all right. He's that guy. Yeah. Uh, and then the next tournament, man, we we play in the gasso. Well, he breaks his wrist. And yeah. he, he goes up to dunk it, and the guy comes under him. Whether it was cheap or not or malicious, I don't know. Uh, it's just one bang, bang play. Um, and speaking of that, we can get into how I feel about the charge call, if you don't mind. But um, it's just a bang, bang play, and, and he tried to brace himself and snapped his wrist. And uh. it's just – it's just terrible timing. It was a week and a half, two weeks before the first live period. Yeah. He had all the juice. And, uh, you know, he had to come back from that. I mean, first time he's ever been faced with an adversity like that of sitting out for two and a half months, not knowing how to treat your body while you're injured. You know, he's young. Um, a lot of a lot of first-time injuries, you don't know how to, how to react, yeah. what you're supposed to do during that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he came back, he was a lot further – further behind than what I, you know, what I initially thought he would be and, um, you know, but uh, he's a fighter, man. And I'll tell you what, man, I think a lot of the the bigger schools, the Power Five schools that were, that were kind of on him have, have fallen off of him just because he didn't play that first live period and it's taken him a while to get back. Yeah. He's going to be there at the end of the day for these guys who who might have offers out and kids are choosing other schools to go to. And they're going to circle the wagons and come back to Logan, and they're going to get a steal at the end of the day because this kid can play. He can play. And I'll tell you what, man, 
his competitive juices in crunch time are like no other kid I've ever coached. And I'm talking about the it factor. Yeah. I'm talking about hitting game winners. This kid has hit a handful of game winners in big games over the course of his career. That That's the moxie that you got to have to play at the next level, especially at a high level when you don't have the ranking or the name or the backing of a brand. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's got it. He's a dude for sure. He's a good a good family, man. It's, a lot of people don't know, man. Like, they're super athletic. His sister plays volleyball OU, one of the best volleyball players in the country. Oh, wow. And uh, very athletic family, man. And, uh, yeah, um, he's going to have a great year at Hebron. I don't know how they'll do as a team, but he'll have a great year. Um, yeah. You know, so we'll see, man. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about Ryan Agrawal, man. <laughs> Agrawal. <laughs> so first thing is this. you The kids nowadays – yeah, talk about I'm a unicorn. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a unicorn. You got guys walking around pointing fingers out their heads, yeah. you know, doing – I don't know if – is that a gang sign? Because back in the day, if you did that, you might get popped, right? I'm just saying, you walk out on the street with a, with a gang sign to yeah, your he, head. He, he, either you know. that or it might be a person that you don't want to make fun of. So right. if you do, you've – Right. So on you and you have so to live with it. Those guys that are going around saying stuff like that, Yeah, there's a lot of y'all. Every every t- every gym I go to, I see one of y'all. Yeah. How many Ryan Agarwals have you seen? None. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real, man. Hey, hey none. Hold on. I, I the when I, when I went to Poteet, uh the year after I graduated, there was uh, a, a Indian kid and his brother. Both were like six nine. Okay. Six ten. Okay. One one of them actually went and played. A couple of years at Austin College. Okay. And, uh, but their parents were so strict on, on school. Right. That they were like, no, like, yeah. no basketball. And now I think one of them's a doctor and the other one's on his way. Okay. There but, you go. I mean, wh- when I see, man, a- Agrawal, dude, that dude can shoot. Yeah. He's got a pro release already. And I'm not saying he's a pro or I'm not saying this or that. But he has a pro release already. Yeah, so it's high release. His wrist is is phenomenal. He pops it. Uh, the rotation on the ball when it hits the net, you can just kind of tell if you're a hooper, and you you can just tell who's got it by by the way the ball goes through the net. Yeah, um, and he's got that. Uh, that might be over a lot of people's heads, but if you've been there and seen it, you know it. And he's got that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how his body, like, plays out over the next couple of years. Yeah. I think that's the most intriguing thing about him, being 6'6". Six, six, he wears a 16, 16-and-a-half shoe. You know, he's long. Um, you know, the one thing I, I – and I've talked to a lot of coaches, college coaches about him because he's all over the internet already. Yeah. You know, i talked yeah. to a lot of coaches about him, and they're like, well, you know, we, he's got to get stronger. He's got to get stronger. I'm tired of hearing it, man. I'm tired of hearing it. Uh, don't y'all have a strength and conditioning program, right? Uh-huh. Look at those dudes who go to Oklahoma State. Like, look at their bodies. I, I was just telling him. I, I was telling you, too. Look at, I mean, Tyreek. Tyreek gained 23 pounds. Yeah. Isaac's body's totally different. Yeah. You know Isaac, what I mean? So, I, I, think, I think Chris Harris, I think his yeah. dad said he's lost 13 pounds yeah, since he's been at yeah, Oklahoma Yeah, yeah. And so, like – you got to understand what Ryan is, man. And again, this is just a com- this is just a body type comparison. This is not because you got to be careful yeah. throwing comparisons out because you know guys will run with it. But dude, like KD's body when he was at Texas, could he he barely benched the bar, right? 
I hurt or 85 pounds. Couldn't even do it, right? I mean, that's Ryan. That's crazy. That's what he is, man. Accepting for who he is. Yeah. Quit trying to come up with something negative about him. Hey, I, you know? I, I remember when when Kevin Durant came to Texas with, uh, I think he played at, uh, man, where did he play? He played at Maryland first, right? Yeah, High school in Maryland. Uh, what was that private school that he played at? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he played with uh, Grievous Vasquez was his point guard. Mm. They played in the Coca-Cola. What, what, it used to be the Coca-Cola Classic. I don't know what it, it – I think it got turned into like the Dallas Morning News Classic maybe. Right. But uh, now it's probably like the DISD tournament. Uh, they played sock, and he dunked on Darrell Arthur. And I, I remember when when they when they walked in to the gym, they're all wearing suits, and every student in the gym was pointing at them and laughing. And Gre- I just remember Grievous Vasquez looking at the looking at him like, "Bring it! I need more of it." Yeah, yeah. And they got me. ran out of their own gym. Yeah. And that 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 was the same year that uh. Michael Crabtree played at Carter. That, that, All right, speaking uh, of Crabtree, uh, that little group they got, Crab Five, yeah. my guy's a coach over there, Jonathan Walker. Hey, that's my dude. So when I finished my professional career, I ended with the uh, Dallas Generals. Um, it's in the ABA. Yeah. And uh, he was one of my teammates. He was young at the time. Oh, wow. Hey, Duke of Hoop. Yeah. Yeah, that's my guy right there, Jonathan, man. He's, he's a good guy, man. You know. He knows the game. But, yeah, so Ryan is a – you know, I, he's going to be a phenomenal player. He's got so much interest right now coming his way. I I think coaches see it, and my phone's ringing, uh, you know, not every day, but, you know, a lot for him. And, and sky's That's the good, limit man. for him. Yeah, I'm excited for him. He's a good kid, man, good family. He's a worker. He's, a, he's an old-school gym rat. And the good thing about him and the, and the rest of that 2022 group is is they're always in the gym with Logan and Baylor and Austin and Danny and all those guys, and um, they see they see what it takes. You know, like those guys' worth ethic is incredible, and it shows through those younger guys because they're in the gym together. Uh, another kid that I liked that I saw that at Buff's event was uh, Nasir Brown. Yeah, Nas, man. I've had – Nas is a – yeah, man. It's a guy right there. He uh, – <clears throat> I've had him since the fifth grade. Yeah. And uh, super smart, super intelligent basketball player, wise beyond his years. Um, knows the game. A lot of the time it just comes too easy for him. So, um man, he tried to dunk on two or three people in that game. Yeah, he's uh he's getting there, man, and he's he's built to the right type of fabric. Um, you know, I had a coach, I had a high school coach call me, not his high school coach. I had a high school coach call me cuz he knew he played for me uh this past year cuz Nas goes to LD Bell. And he said, "Man, he's got that look of of Willie Warren." And he <laughs> said he said it's just the look in his eye. And I didn't. I never saw Willie Warren play. I've heard stories Cold of how good he man. was, but he's like, man, that kid's got that look in his eye. And I know this because I coached against Willie, and I just coached against Nazir Brown, and he has that look. And he said that kid right there is going to be a phenomenal basketball player coming out of Dallas. And and uh, and again, I mean, Nas is a student of the game, uh, and the game just comes too easy to for him sometimes. And uh, you know, he's got to lock in all the time, man. When he's locked in, man, he's tough. He's tough. And he's built the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's built like like uh, like Davion. 
Davion Harmon. Like, they yeah. just built like that. Just genetics, man. So, yeah. he's a good kid, man. They're all good kids. I'm happy for them, man. They, they're all going to get what they deserve, man. As long as they continue to work hard, stay humble, and head down, and don't get caught up in all the all the stuff out there on social media, man. Just just work, man. Yeah. yeah. So. The the last question I got for you, and then we can end this, man. I don't want to end it. <laughs> Let's keep going. I got a lot more. Oh, because we still got to talk about the charge call. But go ahead with that last okay, question. Well, let, let me ask this question, then we can get into the charge call. All right. How much do you actually study the game? I study a lot, and um, I'm, I, I send I send videos to college coaches on plays. I get feedback. I have college coaches contacting me wanting the sets what we run. Oh that that I'm in my I'm in my in my room at home. I'm I'm on the board when no one's looking, just figuring stuff out. I'm a huge uh, timeout guy, so I always want to score out of timeouts. Yeah, I always want to score on inbounds plays, whether it's out of bounds, you know, OBU or, or sideline. I'm always trying to score. I never just want to get the ball in to get the ball in. I think a lot of these teams just want to get the ball in because that's what basketball says. You got five seconds to get it in. Let's just get it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always trying to score. I'm trying to score, you know, the easiest way possible. So, but I'm always studying the game. I take stuff from 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 teams, from players. Um, you know, in fact, I'm already on it for next year. Like. I'm bookmarking stuff on Twitter that I see all the time so I can implement it because I want to change stuff up, um, you know. And, um, yeah, I'm in it. I was a student of the game. That's why I was able to get paid to play basketball. Like, I was coming off my injury, man. I was never, you know, the athlete that I was before I got hurt. So I had to learn the game. And I was able just to watch watch players. Like, there's a reason why Kobe and Dirk – are so good, man, and Tim Duncan. Like, their fundamentals are off the charts. Their footwork is is, is second to none. I just and saw I a picture like on that, Twitter of uh, DeJounte Murray playing, like, one-on-one with Tim Duncan. Yeah. Like, this was, like, two days ago. Yeah. Hey, by Tim the Duncan's uh, – he, man, he looks old. Yeah. <laughs> he I, looks old. Hey, that, that was a funny comment that Pop said on him. And, by the way, let me tell you a crazy story. When I went to Incarnate Word out of JUCO yeah. – uh, the Spurs didn't have a practice facility, so they used Incarnate Word as their practice facility. So I'm on my on my official visit down there, and you know, you walk in and got your name everywhere, and scoreboard, and cheerleaders are out there, and that's all cool and stuff. And then you get back to the locker room, and you got the Spurs in there. On my official visit, that's the Spurs are in there. You got Robinson, you got Malik Rose, uh, <clears throat> Antonio Daniels, Tim Duncan, Avery Johnson. They're all in there, right? Terry Porter, Steve Kerr. Yeah, uh, uh, was Sean there? Yeah, he might have been there. Sean Elliott might have yeah. been there. Um, but you walk in the locker room, and we're all sharing a locker room and a training table. And it was like that the whole season until they got their new facility. And that was actually the year they, they won. It was a strike-shortened season in 99 where they played Latrell and them, uh, the, the Knicks in the finals. Okay. But, uh, wow. yeah, man. So what was, And what was also cool about that year uh, was it was the year – Vince and T Mac were in a dunk contest. Yeah. So a week before a week before the dunk contest happened, happened to be in San Antonio. Using our facility. All the practice that that was all the visiting team. When they came to San Antonio, it was the visiting team's yeah. practice facility. They're in there doing all the dunks 
that they did during that dunk contest a week before, and we were in there, so we were in there saying it. So all the through the legs, off the bounce, crazy, the 360 windmill, the opposite way, all that stuff, the the hanging on the rim with your elbow. We saw that the week before. True story, true story. So all the week That's before crazy. it all happened, man, because they used our facility. Uh, I met KG. KG was with the T Wolves. Super good dude, man. He used to always throw his shoes away, but he would take his insoles out. It was weird. I didn't get it at the time. But he came in there quite a bit because he was in the same conference, you know. So he would take his shoes out and throw them away. But he was good, man. Like, he didn't care. We'd all go get a shoe or something like that out of the trash can. Good dude, man. <laughs> good dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, man. So uh, That's cool, man. Yeah. I'm, but going back to just studying the game, I actually – that's where I really – it really clicked in for me. Danny Casper was an X and O guy, super hard to play for, uh, but he got the most out of me, man. I love to be challenged every day. I didn't shy away from a challenge, so he was great for me. Um, and uh, But just watching the Spurs practice and seeing the things that they did on a day-to-day -day basis was amazing. And Avery was great. Avery was great. Always inviting guys to church and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And and uh, just being around pros and learning how to operate on a day-to-day -day, day -day basis was, was cool. And, and I could have went to a lot of other schools um, out of JUCO, and I chose Incarnate Word. Um, and everything happens for a reason type of deal, you know, and just seeing, seeing how the Spurs operated during, during their championship year was, was really cool. So tell me about this charge call that you keep bringing oh, up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's just keep, let's keep it 100. They got to get rid of it. The charge call's got to go because what it's doing is it's making plays happen below the rim that are debatable. Like there's That's why uh, the guy on Twitter is always blocker charge, blocker charge. You know, Rex Chapman. Yeah, Rex Chapman. Because yeah. no one knows. Is it a blocker or is it a charge? And it's like it's like hurting kids. Yeah. Not just because Logan broke his wrist, but I see guys get hurt all the time. They're taking awkward falls, hitting their heads. To Dante, you know what I mean? Dante Houston. No, no, a couple weeks ago. That happened to him at the Yeah. At Duncanville. Yeah. Oh, so, really? So but either way, man, like let's let's get these athletes making plays at the rim. Not below the rim. Like everything should be up top. Nothing you got guys leaving these these kids the charge is such an old school play. Yeah. The players nowadays are way too athletic for this. You know, and then you got guys that don't know how to properly take it, and they're sliding under guys at the last second when their head's above the rim. Every play in basketball around the basket should be made around the basket. So, so if you take it away, what do you do? So I think you, you, just, you just don't have it. You know, you can still have the offensive push-off fouls while you're playing good defense and stuff. You just don't have the charge. You know, like you got, you got nobody – you got no guessing game on the referee – you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you're not changing momentum of the game on bad calls. Yeah. You know, and you're letting athletes be athletes. There's so much flopping these days. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. So we got to get rid of the charge call. You heard it on your podcast first from me. So if the NBA ever wants to change that, they better credit me. Sean Ward. Sean Ward. <laughs> I'm serious, man. They got to change that. And then they could probably save a lot of money because then they could go to two refs because you always know that baseline ref is bogus anyways. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's just solely man. there to call a block or a charge. Man, I heard they want more refs, like a fourth ref. I see people on the internet saying that all the time. That'd be that'd be a disaster. It's crazy. Yeah, that'd be a disaster. Too, just too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I say this, man. Just since you got me on, if you don't mind. Um, you got the floor. No, I think just getting into youth sports in general, Craig, is so rewarding. Because you change lives, you know, in a positive way. Um, and when I when I was done playing, you know, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I, you know, I, I didn't have a clue, you know. Um, and I had some time to kind of figure it out. And, uh, you know, just in a roundabout way, I ended up in the gym uh, and uh, fell in love with, with coaching kids and, and helping them. You know, there's nothing better than seeing a kid set a goal and then achieving it and, and helping them along the way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what I hang my hat on, you know. And um, and I just – I love it, man. I, it's it's infectious. It runs through me. Uh, I don't see myself slowing down at any time. And, again, it goes back to me being a competitor, man. Like, you know, I want to – And it, it also helps when you're doing something that you love. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. For sure. You know, and you know, we're on the court Monday through Thursday training, you know, four or five hours a night, and then we're coaching on the weekends and games, you know. And, uh, you know, there's there's other aspects to running an academy, you know, administrative stuff, relationship stuff that you got to deal with on a good – on a good, in a good way because it's rewarding at the end of the day. But uh, just seeing kids, man, that you, you take at an early age that – you know in your heart would not go play college basketball for free or get an education for free, see them accomplish it. And no matter what level it is, like I'm not a coach yeah. that hangs my hat on, oh, I got a kid going power five or I got a kid going NAI. I don't care, man. The goal is you go play basketball for free. Yeah. And let's make it happen. And that yeah. and it's a success. And that, 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 that was kind of where I compared you to that coach from that last chance you – he 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 was telling those kids because they kept kept messing up, messing up, messing up, and he said, "Hey, like I'm 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 here to help y'all, like get y'all to the next level so y'all can get out of this country ass yeah, Kansas situa- yeah, situation." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm here to give you. I'm here to get y'all scholarships so y'all don't have to pay for nothing. Right, I mean, right, right. Um, I say, man, like. I, you know, it's funny because I was talking to a good friend of mine, Brian Brian Nawali from BMM. Yeah. And we were talking about, like, it's always funny, man, how you, you look at kids and you're like, man, man, if he just played for me, you know, man, what, man, I'd do, do this and this and this with him. I'd make him so, so good. I think a lot of people need to start supporting him also. Right. With that high school. Oh, yeah. He's doing some you – know, that schedule. He told me about the schedule that he plans on playing next year. Yeah. Man, what kid in a in a in a exactly in a situation at high school that you might not be you know satisfied with would want to go over there and play like that schedule alone you you know speaks for itself. Yeah, you know, you're playing in the hoop that, fest that's, and that's, then you that's, that's, going to Jersey and all need. that stuff. That's what we need in Texas. We need a school like that. Yeah. So, so all these kids will yeah, stop leaving. Yeah. So we, we you know we're sitting there talking about you know if I had that kid I mean I'd make him a beast. Um, and then, you know, you got certain coaches that, 
that don't do that. You know, they say, oh, if I had that kid, I'm keeping my contract this year. You know, (laughs) (laughs) if I have that kid, man, I'm coming back next year with another deal. You know, like, I I, I don't look at stuff like that, man. I'm like thinking to myself, man, if I had that kid, man, I'd put him in his spots and let him go to work. Kind of like I did a couple years ago with Jamal Gaines. You know what I mean? That kid came to me kind of late on his last year, played with me first three months, blew up. He left, went somewhere, and was crickets after that. Playing for me, he's on the spots, getting busy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know how to put players in situations to succeed. You know, and he 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 kind of has a dude like that on on BMM with uh, uh, Agger. Oh, uh, Q, big Q. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That kid right there, man. Uh, you know, just my evaluation, man. A lot of people might think he's a power forward. He's not a power forward, man. That no dude's way. a straight. That dude's a straight wing. Yeah. And if you and I've known him for quite some time, just because we've competed against Brian and his teams for for you know the last five five years or so. That kid's expanded his game under Brian to to 20, 24, 25 feet, um, and is now and now a three level scorer, man. Like he's gonna be good. I'm, I was happy for him to see he got the Arkansas offer. I'm sure many yeah. more are gonna come. I don't know what they're gonna do. Now, Arkansas is going um, after everybody. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I know, but it's kind of got it's kind of what he's got to do, man. He's in a new situation, you know. It's yeah. kind of like you know Baylor getting the offer from Tulane. You know, I'm a huge Coach Hunter fan. Like, mad respect for what he did in Georgia, you know, with the Sun and and winning and going to the league ever going to the tournament multiple times. But you know, you go into a new situation. He's got to flip the roster, coming in with transfers and older dudes, and you know, you got to kind of got to got to just throw it all out there, and you know, and offer a lot of dudes to see to kind of see what happens. You know, so um, no, Brian does. Brian's a good dude, man. I've known him for a long time. Him and I actually worked together at Higher Goals a long time ago, so I've known him for a while. So, cool, man. Yeah, that's all I got, man. You gonna watch the game tonight? The Cowboy game is it on? I think it's already going on. Is it? I hope they do good. What, what, what do you think about Zeke, man? Uh, I mean. It's it's a strategic move on his on his camp's part, you know. He gonna get banged oh, they, up. He's got man, a lot. They don't play till eight. Uh, he's got a lot of a lot of wear and tear on on his wheels. Yeah, you know. And so he's only twenty three. Yeah, yeah he's probably just resting him a little bit. They'll get it figured out. If they don't, and they got to play without him, got to play without him. I mean, Pittsburgh played without without uh, Le'Veon last year. And look at the look at the dude they they brought in. We'll see him. That's I mean, he ended, what I was saying. Be, he ended up being one of the best running backs in the AFC. That, that's what I was saying, man. I, I, I think you, you still have. Yeah, they were injured, but you still have one of the top two or one or two offensive lines oh, in the without league. Without a doubt, without a doubt. You drafted two running backs. You signed out for Morris. That 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 kid they drafted from Memphis is really good. Yeah. So I mean, well, I don't and, know, you, man. We'll and, see. and you got to bring in. You got to bring back. Um, you know, Jason Jason Witten's back yeah, this year. Jason you know, Witten, yeah. you know, let's the leadership, the experience yeah, that man, he's bringing back. That's what I think he's to, back for. Yeah, to to this team. Yeah, is gonna pay, is gonna pay dividends in which no one will ever ever understand unless you're in in the mix with them. You yeah. know, you're bringing a, you're bringing back a Hall of Famer, one of the mm-hmm. best players ever at that position. Yeah. Um, and you know, and. You can't you can't replace stuff like that, no. and uh, I think I think that's going to help him out on the offensive side of the ball. I, I'm I'm a 
I'm excited, man. I think I think this year, man, like more than any other year, outside of the year they lost to Green Bay in the playoffs, I was there that game. You know it's crazy. Oh my God! So I went I went to Green Bay for that game. I'm yeah. a huge Cowboy fan, by the way, and I went to that game. And no one in the stands thought that that game or that play was being reviewed as a catch. Everybody in the stands thought that that play was being reviewed as a touchdown or short to the goal line. Oh, okay. So when they came back out and announced that it wasn't a catch, Man. like it was crazy. It was crazy there because everybody in the stadium knew that we were going to get a touchdown, whether it was yeah. on the one or it was a touchdown. Everybody in the stadium knew we was going to score. I mean, we had DeMarco Murray back there that year. We were going to go to him four straight times if it wasn't a touchdown. Yeah. Right, yeah, and so everybody once they found out, uh, it, it was crazy. I mean, it was negative like 10 degrees, snowing, it was freezing. Yeah. Um, but that, uh, it, it was an experience. Was man. it a catch? I think it was. I mean, I think it was. I, think it man. was I still haven't seen you know what's crazy is I think it was too. whether he bobbled the ball or not, the ball never hit the ground. No. I have not yet seen a play where the ball well, hit the well, ground. It, it's, it's, it's like what they said, like he, he caught it. And you have to make a football move, and that's what he did. And when he was going to the he ground, the, the ground was what the ground. I think they said like the ground can't cause a fumble. Like but, if, if right. he's down, he's down. Right. But let me tell you so, this: the ground can't cause a fumble. But once the the ball popped up out of his forearm area, yeah, it never touched the ground. Yeah. So it it never hit the ground. So. I, I never got that part of, of, of it being complete because he possessed it once it popped back up. Yeah. And so I just think, you know, they were prisoners in the moment. And, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But that year, man, they were so good. Oh, and yeah. I think this will be – I think this year will be the best team that they've had since And since I, I, I don't think – I don't think there's much more after – I don't want to say this year, maybe next year because that offensive line yeah. with Tyron Smith. Yeah. Man, I, I don't know how much more they got. No, for sure. For sure, and, and and Zach and and, and Travis will, will be getting up there until to their eighth, ninth, tenth years at that point too. Yeah. So, but I'm excited, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. You play fantasy? I mean, no, I. Yeah. No. I I used to play uh, NBA fantasy, but it gets old when you're when you're pretty good at that. <laughs> so. Yeah. I I I think the. Cowboys defense is gonna be pretty good. I'm 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 interested to see Van Der Esch in his second year. Wolf Hunter, bro. Stud. Yeah. He's a headhunter, I mean, man. When when, when, when when they drafted him, I said, Oh my god, another damn guy from Boise State. Yeah. Why what what is their love with Boise State guys? And then he started playing and I was like, Okay, I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Because they they, they could have drafted uh the cornerback from Jacksonville. Yes. Yes. But you know what, man? That, their linebacker core—I mean, it's it's special. And it, it's it's good to have a guy that when Sean Lee gets injured, because it's going to happen. Sure. It's already happened in in the camp, right? So I mean, it's good to have him. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for him, and and we'll see. And 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 right right around the corner after that, man, you got the the league starting. You you a Mavericks fan too? Uh. Uh. Not really. I'm not really a fan of of anybody. I just like good basketball, man. Yeah, I, I, I get, I'm a prisoner of the moment. So when the playoffs start, you see the start, Christmas schedule. I have not. Have you seen it, dude? Everybody plays everybody on Christmas. Uh, yes, Z Zion, Zion Williamson got a Christmas spot. What? Yes. Okay. 
They're gonna. Yeah, the, I, the I Clippers play right. the Lakers. The oh really? Uh, yeah, the they got to do that. Man, I mean, it, it's stacked. But I'm excited for the league. I mean, you got all the changes and stuff. Like it's always intriguing. You know, yeah, it's an even. It's even across the board, and uh, you know, obviously the West is so heavy. You know, it's so heavy um, with just with just dudes. Um, you know, in the East got the East got three or four teams. You got well, you got Philly, Milwaukee, uh, Boston. Yeah, and we'll see kind of what yeah, the you Heat got. Do. You got Celtics, Raptors. It's a good one. You got no, the Nuggets play the Pelicans. I mean, that's good between yeah. young, 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 young teams. Talent. Yep. The Bucks versus Sixers, the Rockets versus the Warriors, Clippers versus Lakers. I think the Clippers got that. I'm sorry. We'll see. We'll see how it all meshes. And I, I, I think I, I think Montrez Harrell is going to be a freaking monster again this year, man. They got a good roster. Yeah. I like the, I like what they're doing. And and keeping keeping Patrick Beverly and Lou with with and Lou. Yeah, and Lou. But I mean, putting him next to Paul George and. Kawhi, how, how, how many points are people going to score on that team? Yeah, man. I see it. I, I know what you're talking about, man. They're going to be really good. And and, uh, and Doc is, you know, he's a winner, man. Yeah. He challenges them every day, you know. Um, and so it'll be good, man. I, I'm excited to see it. And, uh, and who knows what the Mavericks are going to do. I mean, I'm not a Maverick fan, but yeah. it's very intriguing. I mean, I I liked what they did. Yeah, you got these dudes uh, that are here and – they, and, they uh, got they they get they got a shooter. I mean, it's not Bradley Bill, but I tell I mean, you, I like Seth the Brunson Curry. kid. Yeah, I Brunson, like him a lot, yeah, man. Yeah. You, you talk about pedigree. Dad played in the league. He won national championships at Villanova. He's experienced. He's older. He's smart. He knows how to run a system. I think that's why Rick Rick likes him a lot because yeah. uh, he's that type of point guard. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's it's, a, it's a hard to be a, a point I, I, guard. I didn't play realize for Rick. he was playing with Team USA this week. Yeah, man. Like, that guy, that kid is good, man. He's really good. And I think that's another reason why they didn't pull the trigger and go get a point guard, Yeah, you know, because they, they trust him. They trust him. Um, and uh, and that's another reason why I think Dennis Smith didn't work out, didn't work out here because he just wasn't, a, he wasn't Rick's type of guy. Yeah. You know, Rick wants a guy who can, who can run a system and then hit open shots when the clock's on your back, you know, shot clock. And J, if you remember, Jason Kidd ended up being one of the best spot-up shooters ever. You yeah. know, towards the end of his career. That, that year they huge. won the championship. Yeah, he hit God spot up three after spot up three after spot up three, him and Jay. Yes. And and Jalen can do that, man. He can do that. He can run he can run an offense and he can when the ball gets yeah, rotated back man. around to him, he can hit that shot. You know, so um yeah, man, there's a lot of good stuff happening in were, Dallas. Were you a fan of the Rangers when they blew both World Series? <laughs> that was such that was the letdown of my life. I still don't understand why they took the, the pitcher out at the end of the ninth inning. Uh, the um, closer. I, I don't I think remember it was Feliz, any names. Feliz, I, I just Feliz, they took him out for no reason. They, he gave up a home run. I think they were down one. They brought someone in, and then they ended up scoring. I, 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 I just remember Nelson Cruz it. letting that ball go over his head in the outfield. Yeah. And, like, come on, dude. The, the worst moment of the game for yeah. you to do that. Yeah, I, that was definitely – Definitely a letter. We we almost we would have had every team in Dallas had a championship if they would have just all they had to do was close it out. Yeah, two yeah. times, two yeah. times they were up doing that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <sighs> so, anyways, man. All right, man. I don't I don't got anything more for you. Sure? you. Yeah, you I, got me. 
It's a nice cup, man. I'm, I'm, uh, oh, Buff Buff got me yeah, today at, the, at his camp, man. Did you, did you he took care of, of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Buff took care they of me, said, man. Here, your coffee's gonna taste better yeah, when you, you drink me, it out of this got, cup. What are these cups called? Uh, it's like Yetis. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, got me a Yeti with with his uh, the TB five reports on there. Yeah, tell you, that, Buff, Buff. Buff's gonna be retiring from teaching soon. Yeah, man, he, he's he's gonna be Dallas's Dino. Oh, for sure. Hey, yeah, we need one of those, right? Because Dino, I mean, nothing wrong with Dino. Dino's a good dude, man. Like, does he, a great he is, job, man. man. Hey, I, you know it, what? He's probably the only person with a blue check by his name that'll answer your DMs. <laughs> oh, the the, the pangos that that time I out. time out. <laughs> Why I got you? Can I interrupt you real yeah. quick? All right. Speaking of blue check, so <laughs> so hold on. Who's in your DMs, this, bro? No, this dude named Paul Bicanardi or whatever his name is. B, who? Yeah, that guy. He said so. <clears throat> he came out with this. He came out with this like top fifty deal, right? And I've never really, I never really did any got into it with him. So I, I hit him with with Baylor stuff. Yeah. On dudes that Baylor gave work to. Yeah. And and uh, he blocked me. He blocked. Yeah, you? and this was before Baylor became Baylor. Oh right? wow. And so <laughs> so dude blocked me, bro. And he was like, and, and that's it. And you look at where Baylor is now, like, hey man, I'm trying That's to make, crazy. I'm trying to help your product. I'm, yeah, that guy right there. I'm trying to help That's your product, crazy. and uh, trying to make make you stay relevant. You yeah. know, you're, you're probably listening to the wrong dudes. I watched Baylor give a dude out of North Carolina on CP3's team 30 in yeah. Vegas last year. Worked him, and you got this kid in the top 50 of your rankings. Come on, man. Well, like, it's 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 like e, he blocked me. I, I think blue e, check guy. ESPN had Harrison Ingram like didn't even rank you. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, stuff like that. Well, because they're listening to the wrong dudes, and now yeah. that and, and now that now he's ranked. And what Bino would tell you is because it's, they're not paying for rankings. Exactly, <laughs> but 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 now that but now that now that Harrison and Harrison is a great player. Yeah. Um, he's got an all round game. His dad is super cool. Uh, and you know, it's just a good dude, he, man. He he and he, he he does weight training with a guy that I know out in Mesquite. And and watch now that he's ranked on ESPN. Watch how many uh, affiliated programs with ESPN around here try to come and try to come and get that yeah. kid. When when, oh, when yeah. for what? Like yo, man. Like he's been good. Yeah. That's y'all's fault. Yeah, for not recognizing or listening to the wrong people. Yeah. You know, Harrison doesn't need to go anywhere else or do whatever dif- different if he doesn't want to. Like, he's good, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But, yeah, like, that's a blue check guy. So, sorry to interrupt you. I just – you got a blue dot on your mic and it – No, the uh, the, the first Pangos I went to was, uh, I think, when, when Kate and them were going to be sophomores. I went to that one and uh, I was I, – I messaged him on Twitter to see how I could get a media pass or something. He's like, yeah, just come. I don't care. Like, yeah, Dino's awesome, man. I mean, he, and he's, he's got longevity in a career. And you know why? Another reason why he's so successful because of that very reason. Yeah. Because that very reason, man. He treats everybody with the same level of respect. Yeah. And he does his research. Like he knows who guys are. You know what I mean? He knows. So like Terry Black's son, um, Anthony's on my 2022 team. Dino's knows who Terry is. He did the research. He knows Terry's a Baylor Hall of Famer. He knows Anthony's coming up. And, and Anthony, you know, was in, was in the all-star game at the Pangos camp last year, not because he's Terry's son, because he's a really good basketball player. But Dino's went out of his way at the camp to go and introduce himself to Terry because he knew who Terry was. Yeah. That's just what type of dude he is. 
You know what I mean? And if you want to be successful and going back to Buff, Buff's the same way, man. He's a professional. Those guys are professionals, man, and they're willing to make yeah. new relationships. They're willing to listen to different guys um, who have skins on a wall and have some credibility behind their resume. And so, yeah. yeah he, he, dude, he, when, I, when I left that day, he was even trying to tell me, hey, man, if you need – if you need help getting hotels or something when you come out to Las Vegas for the big camp. Yeah. Or, or no, it's in California. LA, yeah. 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 Uh, you let me know. I can hook you up. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. I mean, I've only known you for 10 minutes maybe. Right. Yeah, right. so. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, man. This uh, this industry will take you in different places. Sometimes that guy's that, coached some crazy yeah, dudes. Yeah. But this industry will take you to, to different places that when you start in it, you might not. You might not ever know, and I think when you first met me, man, we had a really good conversation. And it uh, took Brandon from sandals to shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brandon works hard though. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it takes, man. Yeah, you gotta, man. You know what I mean? Like you were in high hard. school, kind of when you started this, huh? Okay. Yeah, high school. You young. Yeah. But I mean, this <laughs> it'll take you as long as you work and and treat people with respect and yeah, and the respect that 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 I that I give is just. You know, every team, every time we step on the court, we're coming with a with a high level competitive spirit. You know that that's all I want. You yeah. know, respect me for that. You know, you you might not want to respect me enough to get to know me as a as a dude, um, but respect me for how our teams play and how you know how we compete. You know, because a lot of times my dudes don't pass the eye test. You know, and y'all might get us early. Them teams might get us early, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, but by the time the tenth grade rolls around, we're right there. You know, we're right there, and I feel like man, like. <clears throat> like you asked me to begin to begin the podcast, you know, if I'm scared to play anybody, that's why I'm not scared to play anybody, you know, because we've been through it, man. So. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man, you're doing yeah, a big, man. man. I've, I've, I think I messaged you about this like four weeks in a row, probably. Yeah, yeah, just busy finishing yeah, up man. the summertime, then yeah. camps, and then – you know, I, I gotta gotta go see the family. Yeah, I feel you, man. Get some fishing in with them. So uh, I'm glad we made it happen. Yeah, man. I don't have nothing else, man. This is where it ends. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. For sure, 3D Hoops um, Academy, Grapevine. 3D Hoops Academy. I I, I I think that's your Twitter name, ain't it? Yep. Uh, and you can catch us on 2K, by the way. 2K 18, 2K 19. We'll see what happens in 2K 20. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. That's some uh, juice. Make sure you catch the uh, podcast on uh, Craig's Creative Corner at uh, iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening. Peace.